What will this year hold for the aging Spurs? Well, you may be surprised, Minuch, because they're not as old as you may think. And now yes, joining sir. us to help us preview the San Antonio Spurs as they host the Suns tomorrow in the opener is play-by-play man Bill Land now joining us on the right Toyota guest line. Bill, Rocky Minuch at Phoenix, as always, man, thanks for some time. How you making out? Ready to go? Well, I was all fired up until I had to listen to that tape. You know, <laughs> why couldn't you play the end of the Sun Spurs series for crying out loud? Because we would have here. we would have no listeners then. You know, I mean, everybody. <laughs> hey, but Bill, if my math is correct, uh, it's an odd number season anyway. So you guys are favored to do it. Yeah, don't, you know, I guess everybody else can just go ahead and mail it in, right? Yeah, yeah don't, don't even play. I mean, it's it's you know oh three oh five oh seven oh nine. Yeah, I, I do think uh, it's kind of interesting to me that the Spurs and the Suns are opening up because I think they're the two teams above any other in the West, uh, maybe Dallas, that people generally are going, uh, those guys like Phoenix and the Spurs, they're old, Jack's done, you know, how much longer can Nash go? We know the Spurs are aging. They're, Ginobili's out. They're not a factor, you know, and, and I think that uh, – I think that's a big mistake because all you have to do is look at a year ago. Who was thinking, boy, the Lakers, are they're, they're the team to beat. I mean, at that time, Kobe wanted to buy them out of town. Uh, you, you look around and who thought New Orleans would be just a, a whisper away from getting to the Western Conference Finals. So, you know, it's kind of like don't jump to conclusions yet. Take a look. Let the season play out. The West is going to be so competitive. Um, anything could happen. You know, Bill, the National Football League, they talk about the, the veteran team. They're older, they're wiser, they're more savvy in crunch time. They'll go ahead and take it all the way down the field and score. And typically, they might win that championship. How come that's not true in the National Basketball Association? Everybody takes a blind eye at San Antonio because of that same format. Well, good point. I, I think just in general, and it's, it's probably true in football too, but they don't play as often, that I think it comes with these older teams that – and I know Greg Popovich generally feels that if his big three are healthy, entering the playoffs, and the team has some kind of rhythm or role, he'll take his chances any time against anybody that comes down the pike. Well, last year, you know, Manu actually got hurt in the series with Phoenix, got through that New Orleans series, and then blew it out against the Lakers. And, and it's if he's healthy, who's to say they don't win? And you can look at any other team that is a contender in the West. And I think it's the same way. And when you play 82 regular season games, you're going to have some injuries. I mean, a lot of it is just good fortune that hopefully they, they don't happen at the end of the season. And what is the status right now with Manu? With 20 or 25 games is what they're saying. He had ankle surgery and heel surgery? Yeah, his uh, ligament injury that he suffered last year, uh, they didn't really want him to play in the Olympics, but they certainly understood, uh, particularly for, for some of the foreign guys. It is such a huge deal and Argentina being the defending uh, gold medalist. Uh, and they held him out. He went back. Uh, as it turned out, it might actually be one of those silver lining deals because he, if you saw the injury, it didn't happen by any contact. And I think he was probably going to happen at some point. So I think the Spurs looked at it as, all right, let's get it out of the way now, and hopefully he comes back sometime December. And uh, then he is strong by the end of the season and not worn down. So, um, but I, I don't, Manu feels great. He's uh, starting to ride the bike and do some things. They're going to be overly conservative. Uh, I'm sure they'll have to uh, make sure that they lock up the uniform because he's the kind of guy that would put it on at a moment's notice. But um, I, I don't think, uh, I think he'll come back with a complete recovery. It's just a matter of 
trying to be careful and make sure they don't rush him. And uh, hopefully they kind of tread water uh, until he does come back. Spurs play-by-play guy Bill Land joining us here on the Fanny and 1060 with Rock Minich. Bill, are there fans out there starting to feel that maybe this is the season or even next year that this could be the last hurrah with the trio of Duncan, Parker, and Ginobili? Well, it's kind of funny. I saw an interview with Tony the other day, and uh, he said, this has got to be the year. And they said, why? He goes, because Timmy is getting old. <laughs> uh, you know, well, Tony's actually mid-20s now, so you've got to be careful there. But uh, I, I think, obviously, the, the best years of Tim Duncan uh, might be behind us. But one of the things that uh, I really admire about Coach Popovich uh, is the way he spreads minutes and limits time for those older players during the regular season. And he absolutely will not one night say they've lost back-to-back games and they got a really tough opponent and they're playing somebody and they get down a little bit. And it's like he's not going to play somebody like Duncan or, or Manu or those guys 46 minutes to win one game in February, which they really kind of need. He's, he's very disciplined about it, knowing that, hey, we need to make sure now we get to the playoffs. It's a little bit different deal. Those guys are fresh enough. They can play 40 minutes a night. So uh, I think when you talk about the age, you also have to take a look at how they're treated. And they're fortunate that they've been strong enough and deep enough that they can afford to do that. And, and the other part is when you've won championships doing that, nobody panics very much about it. They realize that, hey, the things are going to be all right. What more can Coach Pop get out of Tony Parker? I mean, what else is he looking to get out of this young man after eight years, only 26 years old? Uh, I think the number one thing is uh, he's got to shoot the ball better. He's got to improve his range. He needs to become a three-point threat. He's made great improvement over the years in his shooting, and Chip England's worked with him a lot on that, and he has burned some people. But I think today, if you took a little poll among the league's coaches and they're going to say, what are you going to do with Tony?" If you have to, you're still going to slip under that pick and make him shoot jumpers rather than let him get into the lane and start dishing or scoring. So uh, when he is able to improve in that area to the point where he is a dangerous outside shooter, uh, he's basically unguardable, in my opinion. And the other part, I think, with Tony is they want him to become even more vocal uh, and, and more of a leader and a communicator. And I think with each year he's done that and you know, Pop said, uh, the last thing I want to do is stand up and call plays. And he goes, each year I think it's, he's done that less and less with Tony because Tony has a great feel now for what Pop's thinking. And, and, uh, but I think that's an area that uh, they also feel that uh, he certainly could improve in. Yeah, Bill, I know a lot of Suns fans are really excited to know that Brent Barry and Robert Ory are no longer with your team. So you lost a couple of mid-30 guys there. And, you know, there's always been this rumor. Everybody always, you know, talks about the Spurs being an older team. Talk about some of the younger guys that you have now. Uh, you know, you drafted George Hill. Uh, talk about those type of players, the young guys that are maybe the future of the Spurs. Well, George Hill's uh, got a banged-up uh, thumb right now. But when, when he's healthy uh, – they're really excited about him, and as you guys know and people know that have listened to Greg Popovich over the years, he doesn't just throw out praise on draft picks. And mm-hmm. he said on draft night that this is a guy that we think that can come in and help us immediately as a backup to Tony Parker. He, he loves his defense. Um, I, I think uh, what they found out in the, the summer league in Vegas and to some extent in the preseason, that the whole thing of running the team – uh, is is a huge challenge and a huge gap from you know Division One college basketball to to the best in the world in the NBA. So I, I think that uh, there, there's going to be a learning curve there. It's going to take him a while, but uh, I think he's a real deal and he's going to be a guy that uh, 
they, they think really fits. The other guy that I think will help immediately and, and really gets a great opportunity with, with Manu being out to start the season is Roger Mason Jr. Had a terrific year with the Wizards last year. Uh, a lot of people in San Antonio that have gotten to know him are saying, hey, he's an instant spur, meaning that he just fits the absolute mold that they want. Great team guy. Uh, really just gets it and understands it. Uh, a little bit more athletic than maybe what they've had with uh, uh, some of the other guys in the past, and, and they needed that. Uh, I think uh, he can create his own shot, which is something that the Spurs uh, need a little help in that area, too. So you lose great veterans and great players and in team players in Ori and Barry, but those two guys particularly, I think, uh, obviously make the team younger, uh, give a little bit different look. Um, and then uh, Jan Mahimi, who... Uh, was a draft pick from a year ago and played primarily in the D-League. He got hurt right at the beginning of training camp. Very athletic big guy who they really wished he could have been healthy because they wanted to give him a lot of time in the preseason. Uh, he's a guy, though, that uh, as he develops a uh, shot blocker and a guy that's a uh, very young player, uh, a Frenchman like Tony, and I think he's got a world of potential. We just may not see it all this year, but I think you'll see him uh, – as the year goes on, get more and more playing time. Bill, as we let you go with opening tonight, tomorrow, uh, do you have the tie picked out already in the suit? I mean, you all ready to go for day one? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it, it's anymore. It's, uh, all right, let's see. It's uh, Wednesday, home, San Antonio, Phoenix, Friday, Portland. Next week, it's Dallas, then the Milwaukee, or uh, Minnesota, then back home from Miami. And, you know, uh, the, the killer's in the travel I mean, we're very fortunate that uh, we get to ride along on the charters, which is a great way to go, and they treat us much better than we should. But the killer and the travel are those one-game deals where you just go out and back. Those yeah. are the ones that drive you batty. But uh, really excited about the season. It's going to be great fun. you got to love it, Bill. you got to yeah. love it. Enjoy the ride, Bill, as always, man. Hopefully we catch up with you again down the road. Thanks for some time tonight. Hey, anytime, guys. Good luck with the sun.